This is the Delivery Space Podcast. Whether you're interested in software delivery, business change or transformation, we have some great content lined up for you. We launch into different areas of project delivery and bring you insights and experiences that you won't get from a book. Welcome, it's Sharon and Tanisha. This is our episode on building a community of practice in Parliament. Hey, Sharon. Hi, Nisha. How are you? I am really well and super chirpy for this Friday. How are you? Exactly the same. And we want to give a big welcome to our guest, LG. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And thank you for having me in your podcast. Oh, you're very welcome. So I'm just going to give a quick introduction so our listeners know a little bit more about you. So LG Ailson is currently the Head of Project Delivery, Centre of Excellence and Professional UK Parliament, providing leadership to establish and develop a central hub of learning, best practice and community to bring together hundreds of project delivery professionals in Parliament. He's been in Parliament for nearly five years now, having worked in PMO delivery support, change management and engagement for major programmes and digital transformation. He's an experienced professional with over 10 years of experience working in both the public and private sectors, including local government, the civil service, social housing and hospitality. His core expertise is around change leadership, digital customer service transformation, operational and product delivery and community building and is currently taking up a senior leadership degree at the University of Exeter Business School. Wow, what a uh, great bio you've got there, LG. <laughs> Thanks for the great introduction, Sharon. You're very welcome. So to get straight into our first question, can you start off by telling us a bit more about exactly what a community of practice is for our listeners and why it would be needed? Yes, of course. So a community of practice is a group of people um, who share a passion, a commitment or a concern to um, make a difference. So it's a platform to share knowledge, learning with like minded individuals who make who want to make a difference in, in their field. And um, I think it is needed because um, we live in a world where we interact, influence and affect one way or another, each other uh, in one way, shape or form, um, which is why it's important to capture those ideas, um, the knowledge, share knowledge and lessons uh, with individuals who are passionate to to make a difference in their field. So um, that is why we've built a community of practice in Parliament that thrives on collaboration, knowledge sharing and learning. And uh, we do that to um, support the Parliament um, in supporting their business and also to uh, uh, support uh, the, the running the, of the business uh, to support parliamentary democracy, um, where in, in terms of embedding change, um, what else? Uh, embedding change, uh, delivering projects and programs in parliament and other initiatives um, to, to make things better for our organization. Oh, wonderful. And um we were talking before we started recording actually about this kind of hybrid uh, landscape that we're living in or, or some people are still working from home 
And I think when you consider that environment, having a community of practice now more than ever is so important because, as you mentioned, it just brings people together, doesn't it? And really drives that collaboration, the the forming of those relationships that are so important to any organisation. So I think there's such a great and powerful thing to build. Definitely. And I think it's it's important to um, learn from each other. Um, in fact, uh, in our community of practice, it's more of an informal setting where we uh, talk about things that concern us as, as a community, you know, try to support each other, um, talk about ideas, uh, exchange new ways of um, working and thinking as well, and try to solve issues that matter to our community. So... LG, what kind of format does that take um, in terms of, you know, what does that actually feel like when you know, a community of practice is in session, for example? What does, that, what does that look like? So my role in Parliament as the head of Project Delivery Community, Centre of Excellence and Profession, is to provide a leadership uh, in building a strong community uh, for project delivery professionals in Parliament. So uh, we mm-hmm. want to embed passion. Uh, We want them to to be passionate about the things that they do and also to make a difference um, in their profession. So we have around 400 uh, professionals in parliament. So some of them are directly working in projects and programs. Some are indirectly um, linked supporting projects and initiatives in parliament. And some colleagues are actually um, interested in project delivery as a profession. So what does it look like in terms of our community of practice? Uh, we've set up a community of practice in Parliament that is consist of uh, different professions. Uh, we've got PMO colleagues, we've got project managers, program managers, business analysts, um, we've got change professionals and colleagues who are also exploring project delivery as a profession. So really interesting stuff uh, that is happening. And we've set this up because it's part of our um, our vision to develop community of practice and center of excellence uh, in Parliament. It's to share knowledge and learning. We want to collaborate uh, with each other. We want to learn lessons within the organization and outside of the organization. And we want to build high-performing teams um, that are passionate, highly motivated, and highly skilled too. And in terms of, you know, um, the cross-functional aspect, so for the end users or you know um people that are actually going to use what you're delivering whether it's business change or piece of software do you involve them within the community of practice so that you know, you can get direct feedback how does that work so um definitely so there's a lot of things going on uh, in terms of you know getting their buy-in and support so um we do a lot of um learning and development opportunities. So we encourage learning and development opportunities for our community of practice, um, and we want them to explore the different options that they have uh, within their organization. So um, things like uh, mentoring, Mm. bodying, volunteering, apprenticeships, uh, charterships, and networking and training opportunities to get them involved and feel that uh, they are actually part of that bigger community. Um, so we, we do a lot of activities. Uh, we've set up a lot of priorities as well to um, talk about, you know, uh, 
learning lessons, developing learning framework for our community, and also um, getting that buy-in and support from them, uh, listening from uh, listening to them and getting their feedback, uh, and make sure that you know everything that we do, we put our members in at, at the very heart of what we do, and that mm. their feedback are incorporated when we uh, design or develop um, activities, uh, whether mm. it's about learning and development opportunities, networking, or um, social events as well, uh, things that, that matter to our uh, community. I like that. Um, and also, it, it sounds like you're trying to build um, uh, functional expertise, but not just with the people doing the delivery, not just with the project managers, the program managers, you are, you're involving those that are going to be using whatever you're delivering, whatever you're producing as well. Because, um, you know, cross-functional teams really empower communities of practice because they will just allow you to grow the more you build up that functional expertise absolutely um and i think uh, the good thing about in uh, working in parliament is that uh, we rely on each other in building that network of professionals so uh, we've got um, a guild of pmo professionals a guild of project delivery experts a guild of change managers a guild of business analysts so trying to bring them together uh, to, to make a difference and to create that impact, you know, and when we talk about impact, um, we think of, you know, highly skilled, highly motivated and highly engaged uh, professionals who want to make a difference. And in turn, you know, it encourages greater collaboration, um, the application of actual learning as well, practical learning mm-hmm. uh, because of the training opportunities that they've explored and used. Um, but also it's creating an opportunity for them to, to, you know, for their voices to be heard and also to create an opportunity for them to thrive and succeed as project delivery professionals. And it's Thank a great way sharing. to um, take on board like lessons learned and get that direct feedback, isn't it? Because you're bringing everybody together. And like Nisha said, it's not just project managers, PMO. You've got the whole team there. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's great, great to just embrace everybody's voice, really. Um, one thing I'm keen to understand is you mentioned mentoring, buddying, coaching earlier. So how, what impact have you noticed that the community of practice has had on people's career development? First of all, I think I would say that, you know, um, community of practice has a direct link in terms of career progression, career development, learning and performance. And um, one of the things I've noticed is that um, improved engagement and confidence in terms of their capability as project delivery professionals. So because we provide them with the options, you know, here you go, you've got volunteering, you've got mentoring, you've got budding, you've got charterships, wide options, wide array of um, learning and development opportunities. I think it gives them, it provides them with a professional value to to look after their personal development. Um, and, and also thinking about the future, you know, it's about them giving that opportunity to reflect on you know oneself thinking about their future in terms of career progression but also it's about future proofing um their careers as project delivery professionals um whether in parliament or outside of the 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 organization so um in terms of impact it's about that improved confidence improved capability and that high level of uh, engagement to take control over their uh, personal um, career development and progression. 
I think that that's great. There's so many, um, there's so much value, isn't there, that you can get from this. And I think for, for me and the community of practices I've been involved in, it does definitely increase your understanding of each other's roles, of any pain points, um, which again does help you progress in your career because you can kind of go forward having better understanding and knowledge of what your colleagues do, how it interfaces with your own role. So for any of our listeners, you know, thinking about communities of practice, definitely look at it through the eyes of your careers as well. It's an important mm. point. Thank you. And it, I think um, a community of practice also emphasises that it's not that important. It's it's great to have a certification. And, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, disputing that at all. But people within our space, project delivery, product delivery, we want to know what we're experiencing others have been through and how they've come across, you know, how, how they've overcome those hurdles, those challenges. Um, we also want to know what they've done differently to us because there's more than one way of solving problems. So to turn up to a forum, which is a safe space that um, LG alluded to earlier, to be able to ask those questions and say, guys, I'm, I'm experiencing these challenges in my project or, you know, I need a better, a more effective way of engaging stakeholders. Um, whatever those things are, they don't get, you don't, you don't get taught those skills, those very, um, you know, uh, human skills on courses where you can go for certifications. I think that's the real value as well that can come out of a community of practice. Definitely. Um, and I think aside from, you know, it's like getting those certification, what we want our community of practice, you know, members, community members is to um, apply, you know, apply the knowledge that they've learned, you know, yeah. and also share the the lessons uh, that they've got, you know, um, put that into practice, share it within the community and um, hopefully make that will make a difference um, in achieving some of our goals and initiatives. Um, in, in our organization, in our organization in Parliament. So um, it, it, it's great to be encouraging our colleagues to look after their personal development, mm. um, but also it's about supporting them as well to put yeah. their learning into practice and share, share lessons. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll share with you guys very briefly um, an experience I recently had at my place of work. Um, we had a bunch of scrum masters and scrum masters are not in huge were not in huge supply in the organization I was working with um, and so what we decided to do is we decided to come together to form um, a scrum master coaching circle because what we didn't want to do is wait for that training opportunity to come around every year to learn new skills we wanted to learn from each other and we wanted to be able to uh, you know with confidence practice new techniques um, especially when it came to facilitation, when it came to applying the right frameworks, when it came to team dynamics, all of that comes into play. And it's just, it was so, it's so, so useful. We got some great feedback um, from it. So yeah, I'm glad, LG, you're, you're thinking along the same lines. And also as part of our community practice, Nisha, um, you know, we meet regularly, uh, talk about the things that matter to us. We identify our priorities. Yeah. And then just it's nice to just get on with, you know, um, with the things that uh, you need to, to do to, to make a difference, to help mm -hmm. our community, to support each other. You know, um, we've talked about 
uh, we've identified key priorities uh, in our community. You know, um, about it's it's about you know building that networking opportunities for our members, embedding lessons, uh, embedding a learning culture, um, but also bringing in uh, academic expertise uh, to yeah. help support our community. So learning from other other people, other organizations. So we're not just focusing on you know what we can do within the organization but also tapping into the expertise of other people oh i like that that's mm. great because then you can see how they've applied their skills on similar projects or similar efforts or change initiatives outside of the government sector maybe in private maybe you know an area of your choosing I think the next question actually will help us kind of expand on that further. So how does a community of practice drive that creativity um, within Parliament and that innovation? Community of practice uh, encourages innovation, continuous improvement and creativity. Um, because for me, it's an organic network where you can share knowledge, uh, share ideas, and then talk about the things that matter to your community. So when you support each other, when you try to solve issues, uh, it's a great way to encourage those those ideas. And as, as, as what I mentioned, um, we have a uh, community working group uh, that we meet, you know, we meet on a regular basis, talk about the things that matter to us, try to solve issues, identify, um, you know, actions that we need to take and just get on with it. Um, and Whilst we get on with it, we thrive on other people's ideas. You know, um, we get the support from other teams. We listen to their concerns. We take their feedback and then use those to come up with some innovation, innovative ideas that will drive change and um, growth within the community. So we're doing a lot of that. We've got our um, project delivery community flash mob um, this month in September. Um, we've got uh, networking events. Uh, we're organizing festival of events as well. Um, and also we're bringing in different um, experts uh, from other sectors uh, to make sure that we um, embed a learning culture. Um, we tap into their knowledge and expertise and hopefully use those learnings uh, to be able to make a difference um, within our respective teams, within our respective projects or programs, and the organization in general. That's really cool. But LG, you can't say the word project delivery flash mob and just leave it there, my friend. You've <laughs> got to expand. What does that mean? Well, it's a um, networking and socializing um, event um, where okay. we get together our community members, uh, to talk about um, a specific topic. So it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a very informal event. You know, uh, we um, try to talk about things that matter to us, come up with some action plans. And at the end of the event, it's about getting to know the different um, community members, you know, mm -hmm. um, talk about their aspirations, talk about the issues that matter to them. What are their challenges? Uh, what are the issues that they face? And perhaps come up with some solutions. So it's 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 an organic, you know, network. But it's all about uh, socializing, networking, learning, and also um, a bit of fun, which is great. I love, I love that. that. Yeah. It's such a <laughs> snap. It's such a good idea because when it comes to creativity and innovation, 
expanding outside of your own sector for me personally is so important because you have those really interesting conversations and you can you know tap into how other organizations are doing things and they might be doing it in a way that you've never even considered and then suddenly there's that light bulb moment mm-hmm. and you think oh yeah why haven't we thought of this so that's great we can try this and suddenly you rapidly expand your your knowledge base your relationships with people so I I love that (laughs) well keep you posted yeah definitely you know looking forward to you know uh, the events that we are organizing um, developing and conceptualizing for our community that flash mob idea I'm gonna take it LG and use it (laughs) it's great and uh, you know it's like um we learn so much better in informal settings we share we are in, you know, when the setting is informal and you're you can let your hair down for a bit and just talk to your colleagues about what you've been up to so much good can come out of that you know um i've i've seen it work before but not flash mob style so i'm going to have to speak to you more about that and see if we can adopt it definitely and uh, Algie, what advice would you give to other organizations who you know listen to this so they hear about what you're doing and they might be wanting to set up a community of practice too. Have you got any tips for them to get going? I think for me, Sharon, it's important to, you know, help people understand why a community practice exists in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, And that makes a lot of difference if people understand why it exists in the first place, because you're able to win their hearts and minds. Um, So winning hearts and minds, it requires, you know, um, us working together to help steer a a strong emotional connection, I suppose, within the, within the community uh, to make sure that they understand why the community of practice exists, what's in it for them, you know, is, is there a prestige in joining the community, you know, uh, what's in it for me, um, what do I get out of the community, and lastly, um, is it a welcoming uh, and supportive community where they can thrive, succeed, and be themselves? And I think that's the basic, that's the first thing that we need to embed if we want to set up, encourage members, um, colleagues to join a community of practice. Um, that is very important. Um, and for me, there are four things, you know, based on my experience, four things that that really matter to me in building a community. Um, the first one is about um, is about looking for the helpers who will promote your costs. Um, and champion your initiative. So based on my experience, I relied on uh, the the collaboration, cooperation of colleagues within Parliament. So whether they're change managers, project managers, program managers, delivery managers, or change analysts, uh, change professionals, um, I tapped into their expertise uh, to make sure that I get their buy-in and support before introducing the community of practice. in, in Parliament. So use the power of collaboration, the power of networking, and invest in those relationships. Um, the second one for me is about getting the basics right. Um, you know, build a community that gets the basics right. Uh, do it really well, uh, but also empower um, your colleagues, the members, uh, to actually have their voices heard and to make things happen. So it's it's an organic network for, for us in, in, in Parliament, you know, uh, we work with each other, we support each other, um, and we thrive on collaboration and knowledge sharing. 
And the third one is also about, um, you know, learning lessons, uh, learning from other organizations. So when we set up our community of practice in Parliament, um, I also um, had to talk to other colleagues, you know, uh, whether it's a government agency, whether it's a pri- the private sector or other organizations to learn how they're doing it, um, um, get that insight, get that knowledge from them, uh, and hopefully be able to apply it um, uh, within your own uh, community setup. And um, lastly, for me, it's about encouraging, you know, innovation, growth, um, and the um, exchange of ideas. You know, um, one size doesn't fit all. Um, You know, it's about building a community um, that is based on our values as well in Parliament. So being collaborative, being inclusive, uh, being courageous to, you know, um, try new things. Uh, but also we are trusted. Um, so trust is one of our values. We are trusted to make a difference, make things better for our community. And we just have to, you know, keep working together, make sure that we're aligned with everything that's happening within the organization um, and hopefully have fun too. I think that that is very important. Having fun within a community, um, it Im- imbibes, you know, passion, uh, camaraderie, um, and a sense of community. Oh, thank you. You've given some um, amazing tips there from for anybody listening who wants to start from scratch. And I love that you mentioned fun because we should have fun in these, um, you know, in the communities of practice, shouldn't we? And like you said, I think the fun builds the confidence, um, it builds the trust. So we can't forget to have fun at the same time. So thank you for sharing those. Thank you. It just makes a lot of difference, you know, in, in embedding fun, you know, the social aspect um, and a safe space, uh, as what you said, um, Sharon, a safe space uh, for them to be, uh, for community members to be themselves and, you know, be open about the things that matter to them. I think that makes a lot of difference. Agree. So, LG, we thank you for all the inspiration that you've given us in this session. Um, to end our conversation, and I, I, this is we're only, um, uh, cut, you know, really just tapping into the iceberg here. There is lots more to come. I'm sure we could talk about with you. What are the key messages, the key takeaways you'd like anyone listening to this to walk away with? For me. It is important to build a community uh, that thrives on knowledge sharing, um, learning how to do things better, um, and building a community that is organic, genuine, and that thrives on people's ideas um, and collaboration. I think those are the key things. You know, uh, set up a community, get get the basics right. But also imbibe, you know, the fun element, the social element, and that networking, uh, learning lessons uh, from other organizations on how to to, to make things better um, for the the community. Uh, That, for me, is the essence of community building, community development, whether it's, you know, project delivery professional or, or, or something else. I think those are the hallmark of successful community development. Thanks, LG. Sharon, what about you? 
Oh, there's been so many, but I think I'm going to um, draw out the one about innovation and creativity. And that particularly in the current climate that we're all working in, whether you're working from home or hybrid, having that opportunity to come together, to network, collaborate, have fun, as LG has mentioned, with other colleagues and also people from other industries and sectors just really sparks that innovation and creativity. So I think for anybody who gets the chance to, to set up a community of practice, it's well worth doing. And we've also discussed the impact it can have positively on your career development as well. So those are mine, Nisha. How about you, Nisha? Oh, in addition to what both of you said, because I I take all of those points on board and I I love this discussion. Um, It's recognising those areas of expertise within your organisation that you really want to bring together Um, and share regardless of the role that they're playing they don't just have to be within the project delivery space you can start bringing people together to develop more of a a cross-functional community of practice as well so that the work that they do outside of the community of practice is strengthened even more and those relationships are strengthened even more and people can support each other in their efforts so i love this conversation guys thank you and we want you back lg definitely <laughs> we're going to invite you back yeah i no, really enjoyed this this conversation and and i think it you know it, it shows that there's a lot to to be learned by talking to each other you know learning from other people other colleagues and um, making sure that we, you know, um, we apply those 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 lessons to, you know, uh, whatever the, you know, whatever we we do within our organization, whether professional or personal. I think there's so much out there to to learn and to reflect on. Thank you so much again for um, joining us. You've given us and our listeners so many tips that we can apply. Algie, which platforms can people find you on if they want to work with you or connect with you? How can they find you? So I've got my LinkedIn uh, account, so Algie Asen. Um, and yes, send me an invite. Uh, talk to me about the community of practice in Parliament, project delivery profession, and um, the exciting things that are happening uh, within our community. Happy to help, you know, and happy to have a chat. Thank you. Awesome. I've loved this conversation. Thanks everyone for watching and listening. Look out for our next video. Please like and follow us on our social media platforms so you don't miss out. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.